Hello, hello, hello. Thank you, world, for tuning in to No Limit Radio, the world's best podcast hosted by yours truly, King Wizzle. I'm joined by a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. What's going on, guys? My name is Alaku, a spoken word artist and author of Whitegrass Vanilla from Washington, D.C., and I'm so glad to be here, man. Appreciate you allowing me to do this first thing. Yeah. Thank you for uh, coming, and thank you for uh, taking the time out of your probably busy day. <laughs> um, to be here and spend some time and just chop it up with me so for sure this for should sure. be fun uh how's your day man how you it's been good man it's good man i'm just loving the layout you got here man this is real nice man i love the vibe so i appreciate to, you brother to have good conversations man we talk a lot man outside man at ball so it's interesting to kind of get this out here into a podcast man i appreciate it man and I'm, I'm looking forward to it i got some uh interesting uh topics and questions i gotta run by you so we'll get to get a chance to give you know listeners a chance to get to know who is the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Alaku, <laughs> the man behind the pen, you know, who's uh, been terrorizing these uh, streets on IG, <laughs> you know, with these amazing quotables. So, I appreciate um, you, bro. so let's go ahead and just dive in real quick. So I'll go ahead and int- introduce yourself, you know, uh, give us a chance to, you know, see who is Mr. Alaku. Yeah, for sure. So, man, uh, I've been doing poetry for... Literally, for as long as I can remember, man, I started uh, writing when I was 14, 15, but honestly, I started sharing it when I was 19. Um, My first time sharing it, it was uh, at an event uh, at Mason, at Georgia Mason University, where I went, um, and I was opening up for Bona Muhammad and Ahmad al-Shukri, and, uh, you know, they wanted me to open up for them, and, you know, it was a packed crowd, and it was my first time like performing let alone sharing my work uh so i mean i was freaking out i was panicking and i was like do i want to just go ahead in front of 700 people for the first time ever and so i did that um and alhamdulillah went really well and from that time that moment i realized that you know people were coming up to me like wow you should continue writing poetry if you don't already uh and that kind of spiraled into me just starting spoken word as an art form trying to perfect that craft i went on to just really getting my my knees deep in the game with uh, the spoken word in terms of dc um alhamdulillah that went well and then i kind of transitioned over from spoken word and shifted a little bit more into writing because uh, i realized that if i wanted more impact it was easier to write four or five lines on instagram or twitter or something and get much more receptiveness right than in to make up a new piece or poem and perform that at a bus in dc uh, and so I started doing that for three, four years, and I have this thing on Instagram called Written Mondays. Okay. Um, and what that does is that it kind of gives people uh, three or four lines of my poetry every Monday. So I try every Monday. Sorry, I've been kind of lazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so people just started like being receptive to it. People started liking it, and then I was like, maybe I have something going here. And so I continued. I continued. Um, and then two years after that, I compiled a lot of my work that I haven't shared before, and then I started writing a book. Awesome. Awesome. We'll talk more about that, you know, later on. Um, So, I mean, that was a lot. You kind of cut over a few of my questions. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. But I mean, uh, just, you know, to those who you you touched on one interesting to those who don't know or not very familiar with like the poetry scene or, you know, the big names, you know, so you say to some, um, can you like briefly just, you know, explain, you know, who Bona Muhammad might be? And maybe the significance of being able to um, 
open for a very um what's the word for it i guess prominent prominent yeah 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 I mean, bona like muhammad is a canadian muslim poet um and he's been really an inspiration for a lot of poets coming up including myself uh when you look at just the type of work he's been able to put out for so long consistently right um and just the the, the uniqueness of his work has been something so uh, admirable that I love about it. Um, and so just being able to share the stage with him and Amara Shukri again is another one that I, uh, I really admire. Just being able to share the stage with those guys in the very beginning right. uh, was just a complete honor, just being able to be in the same space as them and perform on the same stage as them. Your uh, first official start, man. Yeah, and it was a really big. I was like, guys, can I get like an open mic or something right. for this? Right, you right. Know? And it was kind of, I was like, man, like, guys, this is a lot to take in. Yeah. Like, I couldn't even eat that whole day. I was freaking out. I was like, man, I don't know if I can do this, guys. And then my siblings were like, no, you got it. Like, what's the worst that can happen? I was okay. like, well, the worst that could happen is if I mess up. And I still have to go to school. Right, right, <laughs> like, exactly. You know, and like show your you, face right, and see right? the same because, people. Like, you know, I performed, like, outside of my area, right? And right. that's easy because if you mess up, you're never going to see those people again. That's true. But your school? That's like. You go, you go to I school have every to be day. there, you know? <sighs> yeah. So, so it's a different type of uh, pressure. Yeah. And that kind of like goes into like what we were talking about earlier about, you know, uh, new experiences and stuff like that. And, you know, forcing yourself to, um, you know, try things that you may ne- not necessarily have done any other way. You know what I mean? And, right. You know, uh, kind of in essence um, embodies No Limit Radio. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you know. Yeah, so uh, with No Limit Radio, you know, it being like a podcast or a platform where, um, you know, we generally don't want to centralize to one specific genre or topic, you know, um, ideally just kind of dibbling and dabbling in just everything, mm-hmm. you know, not holding yourself to one specific thing, mm-hmm. you know. So this situation being presented with this opportunity to present, you know, your art, your 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 inner thoughts, you know and uh get in front of like you know a large gathering like that you know that must have been scary yeah it's not easy man and you know it's always easier when um you're writing work and you're and you detach your work from yourself right right i think the hardest part is being able to stand by your work and sometimes i write in my lens but sometimes i write in the lens of other people around me right right, sometimes i I write through the lens of a stranger i just walked past you know what i mean sometimes i i I write through the lens of my best friends or my siblings and the hardest part about poetry for me is uh drawing a line between inspiration personally Mm. or inspiration through the lens of another person because a lot of times people are going to come up to you and say how are you feeling? Are you all right? Right. Are are you okay? Exactly. I I read your poem on Instagram. Is everything all right? Um, And everything could be perfect, right? Or vice versa. You know, things might be low and you might be writing about something about you're feeling ecstatic or something. Right. So that's the hardest part. I think drawing that line, that balance. Totally feel it, man. Totally feel it. So, you know, uh, this could go a bunch of different ways or something like that. But I got to ask, like, out of everything in the whole wide world to do or, you know, to pursue and something like that, like, what made you single into poetry? Like, oh, what man. made you say, like, you oh, know what, man. let me let me try this poetry thing out. Let me let me put a few rhymes on a piece of paper and see how it oh, man. comes so out. I, f- I feel like, OK, um, my grandmother, uh, when she was living with us, she always loved Somali poetry, right? And so as a Somali-American, 
coming from a Somali household, you know, you're taught that, you know, Somalis are quote unquote, you know, that you're coming from the nation of poets, you know, linguistically, there's so much value in poetry as a Somali. And, um, she would always incorporate my name that she came up with, by the way, Alaku. Alaku. She came up with that and she would incorporate that into Somali poetry. Yeah. So if you're coming from a household where your grandmother's always just spitting Somali poetry, you kind of feel like, A, you have this this thing where you kind of feel like, okay, maybe there's a duty for me to try to live up to something like this. Right. And then I, I was like, yeah, let me try it out. So I started writing and honestly, I don't think it was any good at all. In the, <laughs> it was really bad actually. It was, it was, it was really embarrassing to yeah. be honest, like in the very beginning stages. Um, but through my siblings, Alhamdulillah, I was able to just continue, improve, continue, improve, and then pivot off the things that I didn't like and just reiterate that process continuously. Uh, being my own, worst critic i feel like i set that standard for myself so i i i i didn't have people think of me as mediocre i think even till today that's my biggest fear when it comes to artwork that a i try to be concise with what i write but i have that healthy dose of fear that i don't want to be looked at as mediocre you know i, I don't feel wanna, that and i, I feel wanna, like anybody as a creative i feel like that's like their biggest fear is to pour yeah. their blood sweat and tears into something and create this whatever it is this product and you know for it to be received as you know mediocre or just another piece of art or another piece of whatever it may be and it's tough yeah and it's tough because like that's like my biggest nightmare to be honest like say i put this podcast out and (laughs) you know it's perceived or received in like oh just another guy look at this guy you know but i mean and the i think the way to combat that is that Obviously, I think that you should be your own biggest critic, but also I believe that you should be your own biggest supporter. I feel that. Like I feel like if you're not your number one fan, there's something wrong with that. So an appropriate cockiness is like what I like to describe. Uh, yeah, it. I agree with that. Yeah. I think that's healthy. Yeah. Right. Because if you don't have that type of core belief in your art, then why are you doing it? That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like even like with athletes, right? Like if you're an athlete and you're and you're doing something and you don't think you're the best at what you do, why are you why are you doing it? Get a, get a paycheck. Yeah. Russell Westbrook didn't become Russell Westbrook. That's what I'm saying. Why he's not? He's just right? a regular basketball player, Why not? right? That's what I'm saying. And so, like, I really, I really believe in that. And then, just to kind of draw parallels to that, I feel like there's so many ways you could take it, especially with poetry. Poetry is such a subjective art form. Yeah, you could literally write anything today and call it poetry tomorrow. Yeah, like you can, like nobody makes that rule. Okay, right? Yeah, I could write three lines about anything. There's no like finite no, no. set of especially with modern or poetry, code of conduct or anything no, like especially that. with modern modern poetry right. there's no set of standards there's no norm there's no wow you have to be an emily dickinson or you have to be and mind you i personally don't like that type of poetry like i learned a lot of poetry you neither, man. <laughs> back in high school <laughs> like i take naps like and no disrespect yeah. like you know what i mean yeah it's just like it's so subjective and I didn't like that poetry at all. And so for me, like when people come to my shows or they read my poetry or, or, or take a look at my book, Wet Grass Vanilla, I feel like I'm not going to give you that type of poetry that you were bored with in high school because I was bored with that too, to be honest. Yeah, man. I feel that totally. Um, so can you remember your first ever poem you ever written? Oh, <laughs> I do, but I try to forget it all the time. Nah, you got it. You got it. You're not gonna go ahead and just go over that, man. You got it. You got to oh tell God. us. So uh, everybody, everybody got to start. This may be the first episode. Maybe oh, you know, man. you never <laughs> oh know, God. man. All right. So I remember it was. Uh, I think it was like 
fifth grade or something. Okay. And, oh, that's uh, young. Yeah, I was young. young. And so there's this one kid who's my classmate uh, by the name of Brock. Brock, I hope you're not listening to this. Brock? <laughs> yeah. You knew a real life Brock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brock, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so, like, we were competitive with everything, man. I, like, we were so competitive with basketball. Like, academically, we were competitive. Like, if I got an A-, minus, like, I'd be like, Brock, what did you get? And if you got an A, like, it would kill me. Like, we were that competitive. Okay. Um, and so I remember one time he was like, I'm going to do a poem for, like, one of his projects. And I was like, wow, that was kind of nice. I don't remember what it was about, but it just, like, fired something in me. And I was like, man, if Brock could do it, so can I. Right. So I feel like. I'm not about to let this, this guy flex <laughs> right, on me right now right. and get that one up on me, right? I couldn't let Brock be yeah. writing. And so as a point to prove to myself that I could really get something. Uh, I started writing. It was really bad. Like, I, 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 if I could remember, I'd probably cringe. To be honest, it was so bad. Yeah. But I was, I was in fifth grade. Yeah. Um, and fifth then grade, I, it's yeah. like roses are red. I know, right? Probably, sort probably, of. right. It was just, man, it was a long time, and then I was so young. And to be honest, before I even knew the impact of poetry or like what it could do to people, like, I was just writing, and to like translate that into what I've been able to experience, like now. Like when I'm on stage and I'm watching people react to my poetry, it's like one of the greatest feelings in the world, man. Bro, it's crazy. Like you're just watching people that don't know you. Right. right? Especially if I go to a new city. Uh, or sometimes I like going up to like open mics. Okay. Just like out of the blue. Like okay. if I'm in a new city and I have some time, we'll just like grab coffee and go to an open mic. And it's an incredible feeling to watch people that have no idea who you are. Um, you know, usually they start out, start on their phones and, you know, you're performing and then slowly, the, you know, they'll give you more eye contact right. and the eye contact will get stronger and then their faces will change. And then, you know, sometimes by the end of the poem, their jaws are dropping and they're snapping. It's, it's, it's crazy to watch that develop within them while I'm performing. Man. Sort it's of like of a, a surreal moment just as you, I mean, you being the performer, you're like, quote unquote, the center of attention. Oh, but time. to see, like to focus on your performance, to be able to deliver you know, your content to, you know, the public, to the audience. And then slowly at the same time, you know, while doing that, you also notice how the attention of the room slowly gravitates toward yeah. to where it actually should be. Yeah, right? it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's such a nice feeling because it's like... Very gratifying. And, oh, yeah, because I feel like a lot of people, too, when they perform, whatever art form they do, I feel like they spend so much time focusing on themselves right. that they kind of forget the process of enjoying how people are reacting to their artwork, right? And I feel like that happens a lot because people, you know, you might be nervous, right? right? Depending on how you feel, you know, the jitters. If people don't like performing uh, or they don't feel comfortable being up there on stage, their main focus is projecting their artwork and their content and their material okay. accordingly and doing it well. So that happens a lot and they kind of just forget, you know, let me enjoy this time. Let me just I'm enjoy this moment, I'm not, right? I'm not, on, I'm not on that stage for a long time. Exactly. It don't, don't feel a, like a long time, right? Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, it goes by quick. So, like, you got to enjoy that time. You got to look around. You got to focus on how people are reacting and then learn from that. You know what I mean? After a while, you'll notice which lines give you the most reactions. Mm. And then you build on those. Mm. That's good. That's good. That's, like, to, to, to be able to put time and effort and then to actually see the results, the, you know, the fruits of your labor, you yeah. know, quote unquote. Yeah. So, Crazy. you know, see it all like kind of, it's like a validating experience, oh, you know, to see it like, yo, this is, I mean, you know, as a creative, obviously you're kind of just finding any way to sort of, you know, um, get out or express whatever it is that you're feeling or how you, you know, how life may be going for you at that time, you know? Right. 
So you're just looking for any way to kind of get that out there, look for that outlet. So to, but you know, it's always good to see, you know, or to make people, you know, say to see how you make people feel. Right, right, right. So that's that's amazing. One, um, I remember speaking, or no, I remember uh, watching or listening in an, on an interview, and this person, this one actor, was talking about, you know, they asked him why, you know, what made him want to get into acting. And this is like the answer was like something that resonated with me. It was just he his his aspiration to make people feel. Wow. You know. Wow. Um, just to be able to whatever it is that he was saying, doing at that time to make him feel whatever it is, you know, to have wow. that effect on somebody, you know, that's a powerful feeling. I mean, that's, that's a powerful skill right there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So to take people through an experience, you know, um, and make them feel like make them feel something. Yeah. And it's crazy. It's like it was ever with every art that you do with every type of art you do. It's like, why? Why are you doing it? Right. You know what I mean? If you're doing it for likes and retweets, man, that thing's going to end so quick. Right. You're going to be gone in a week. Yeah. You're done. And I mean, it's not even like you, you can get those likes, you can get those retweets, yeah. but then what next after yeah. that? Right. Like why what happens? What's, what, what, what do you do after right. that? It's exactly. It's crazy. Like if that's like people. the highest, if that, if that's your climax and yeah. it's kind of like, it's crazy. You know, yeah. where do for you go? me, it's just for me, it's about creating, man. Like, right. like I, I think poetry right now is the art form that I found my strength to be in, like writing in general. But just like I love being around people who create, I love being around people who are doers. Right. You know, whether it's poetry, photography, a new podcast, videography, like I don't care what it is, but if you're just about that creative mindset and you love doing, man, I want to be around you, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's one it's one thing to think about it and you know to theorize to and stuff like that, but it's a it's whole a totally other thing, thing, whole other thing it's to crazy. actually do it. You know, it's crazy. And it takes it takes a certain level of confidence. It takes a certain level of, you know, uh, also just not caring as much. Yeah. You know, yeah, it, like you you can't care too much. You know, yeah. or you can't be over overly critical. Yeah, you can't. Right, because then you know that may be the biggest obstacle. Like for me, for yeah. the longest time just getting to this point where I can bring people in to talk to them about what yeah. it is that they do and stuff like that. You yeah. know, it's like, I've been just hanging myself up over yeah. the smallest things just so I, you know, I can push crazy, that back. Man. But, you it's know, crazy, man. But you're here. But now we're here, man. We're Started here. from the bottom, you know. Congratulations. Still ain't really bro. anywhere real yet, but, you know. <laughs> we'll, we'll get there soon enough. Soon enough, man. But, I mean, I love I love these answers so far, so let's keep it going. Um, So, you know, with art, it's like you said earlier, it's not, um, you know, there's no one way to take it in, right? You know, with different perspectives, you know, perception and stuff like that. So it's it's subjective. It's, you know, depending on how my life is going, how my day is going or something like that, I may take in, um, I may take art a certain way and it may vary, you know, from person to person. Could you like briefly dis- like describe like your type of art like what type of poetry do you feel like is your lane like this is what sets you apart from the millions and millions of other poets in the world yeah that's a really good question man so i think there's a big difference between poetry and prose okay a lot of people don't know um so what i started doing was focusing on painting a vivid picture in the least amount of words and lines that I could. Um, so I would incorporate a lot of metaphors, a lot of similes, and sometimes a, pun, a few puns here and there. And so what I realized w- was that when I was able to write one poem with more than one meaning, that hit a lot. 
that hit a like lot. A, like a double entendre or something oh like that? Oh, my goodness. Is that what that double, is? Double, triple entendres okay. are the best ones for me because you'll read it once and then you'll read it again and you'll be like, damn, what the hell does it mean? Does it mean left or does it mean right? And I love leaving pieces open for interpretation because that's what I want you to feel like. I want you to feel like, I think he means this, but he could also mean that. Yeah. And so the reactions that I've gotten that are the most high impact reactions are usually on the pieces or poems in which I leave the endings open for interpretation. That's one. And two, um, I would say the things that set me apart are just being able to put metaphors, paint a picture for you like you're watching something within those four or five lines. Almost like a cinematic experience, Almost right? like a cinematic experience, I love that. man. Yeah, and so I, I'm so critical about my own work. I have a bunch of poems that I've never released they're just they're in my drafts okay i feel like would be cool but they're not great oh and i'm just so critical do poets, about do it. poets do that i know with like musicians and people oh, who yeah, make music yeah, yeah. like they always talk oh about how oh i got a thousand yeah mix, thousand yeah, songs and yeah mixtapes on mixtapes but i'll never like some of these like a lot of these will never see the light of day do poets oh man you should see my phone i'll show you my phone later okay it's crazy and and it's crazy like um one of the ways that I write is, is is probably different than I think most writers that I've come in contact with. I literally cannot sit down and write poetry. I can't. Okay. I literally can't. Like a few lines will come to me at the most random times. If I'm taking a shower, driving home from work, um, taking the garbage out, it'll just kind of hit me depending on my mood or what I'm feeling. And then I'll write that line down. It could just be a concept. Like, like, let's say like a water bottle, literally just that concept. And then what I'll do is within the next few days or weeks or months, I'll try to expand and revolve around that concept. And so what I do is I make the ending of each poem my actual starting point. Ooh. Yeah. And so Ooh, new, yeah, that's so, big. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm giving, giving some, some, some real These gems out to the new writers. Deep, deep gems right yeah. here, man. Focus oh on your, goodness. focus on your endings before your beginnings, man. Let that unravel. That's let a that quotable, man. Yeah, yeah. Let that unravel because once, once your ending is popped already, all you have to do is work around it. Correct. Work around yeah. it. And so that's what I do. And I think that that would help a lot of new writers coming up. That's the beauty in life, man. It's always it's all about the journey, not the destination, right? <sighs> Big time. You know? Big time. Because, um, I mean, what, what happens when you get there? That's that's it, right? That's kind of it, right? Yeah, that's it. Until you find yeah. something else to kind of go. Or try, to, try to create more. Yeah, exactly. You know I mean? So that, that's beautiful. And that's amazing, man. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. I'm not even gonna lie. That's that was good. A big gem right there. You may have uh, exposed that one's free, guys. That one's free, guys. For everybody, for the <laughs> listeners, this is an exclusive right here, man. So that was free. <laughs> you might have to write that one down, everyone. <laughs> but I mean, I guess you could sort of say you kind of answered another question of mine. Is like, um, you know, what makes you unique, and what makes you, you know, how do you separate yourself? It's you know, with the things that you do, the the sort of gems that you may leave throughout your art and stuff like that and that's that's amazing that's amazing so um i want to also throw maybe like a little curveball your way man so uh let's try this one out see you know maybe the other questions are a little easy but (laughs) i gotta ask man have you ever written uh a poem involving a controversial topic um yeah i have and i've gotten pretty interesting reactions out of it man uh so like i've written about domestic violence before and uh that that one was a pretty hefty uh uh poem i've written uh, when i wrote that and and posted it like i got i got mixed reactions like 
the typical, hey, I like this, but then also, uh, like, what the hell is this in terms of you have no idea what's going on. And um, I feel like poetry is, is a world where there should be no bounds. There should be no limit. No limits. Hey, <laughs> one of them puns, one of them little entendres, yeah, that's right? What, that's, what you get with the, that's what you get with the poet. Yeah, that's what we get. So I feel like um, there shouldn't be any limits. And so when I did that, a lot of people were like, well, what are you talking about exactly? Right. Um, and, and I can't control how people react to me. Sometimes there's just a lot of internet trolls, man. Right. Uh, I've gotten trolled for no reason. I remember one time uh, saying, yeah, Eid Mubarak, telling my Muslims, and people were like, this one person's messaged me like, why are you saying Eid Mubarak to Muslims only? And I was like, well, I, I, I mean, if you're non-Muslim, I, I welcome you as well, but I think, I think it's a Muslim holiday. You know what I mean? Yeah. So stuff like that, I it feel like he just kind of shrug off the, the internet. Kind of like holding you, holding you for like they, little they small react. stuff they, they like that. React, Mainly yeah. about the reaction. Yeah. Probably had one of those like yeah. uh, eggs on their little emojis where the oh, emoji yeah, yeah, is or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. Does Twitter still do that? Yeah, Instagram does it too. Instagram does it too. They yeah. have that little egg for the. Well, it's not an egg. It's like a no, like no picture. Oh, the no picture thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you're, and, you're, and you're probably like, man, you might be someone in the neighborhood. I might, I might have it. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you never know. You never know. You never know. Um, and it also brings me to another one is, have you ever been, well, you kind of answered it, but could you like kind of go a little further in detail about it was, have you ever been um, approached about, you know, or approached by somebody who read your work? and they appeared to be rubbed the wrong way um yeah i have and thankfully they've all they've all been polite in the sense that uh sort of like a respectful manner yeah in a way. yeah okay. in the sense that hey i've been following you for a few years uh but i don't typically agree with this could you kind of elaborate or explain and that that approach is just beautiful to me you know what i mean like it's just like I like your work, but I don't like this one necessarily. Right. And could you kind of explain, uh, or, or or is my interpretation of this poem what I think it is? Okay, so seeking some sort of like clarification, big like, time, hey, big I time. read it like this. Tell is me this what you mean. Yeah, and so like I've gotten that a few times, not a lot, um, and sometimes I use that as an indication on whether or not I'm touching the type of type of topics I should be touching. Like you know what I mean? Like if I go a long time without getting those messages it's like am i just writing to relate to people right like, you know what i mean i feel like that's too easy man yeah like and, I, and, and real, there's yeah, no real and challenge I, in that yeah and i never want to feel like i'm writing to relate to people because you'll find a lot of writers yeah especially on the internet now sort of just catering to a specific group they make a career out of relating to people oh which is nothing you know, there's no there's no wrong in that i mean there's there's nothing wrong with it, own, but right? to, of course of course <laughs> but i mean me personally i would rather speak about personal experiences or experiences that i've seen around me right then to say hey this type of poetry is hot now i'm gonna make poetry oh out of it. so That's you, you sort of wouldn't subscribe to hot trends like maybe if this is no. you know this is a hot thing and this is getting a lot of you know no. attention maybe i should try and write something no you know you won't play with no. that i mean like so the type of work that i do on instagram it's very very minimal right you could say, quote unquote, that's trendy. Yeah. You could say that. But I've been writing that type of work since 2014. So it's a few years. Um, and I've never been pressured to come out with a compilation until now. Like people were like, 
you better catch this wave, man. Yeah. Like, you know what I yeah. mean? It's so, it's like, it's getting to a peak. The bubble might burst. Take advantage of it now before we're on to the next type of wave when it comes to poetry. And I was like, man, this is what I've been doing since 2014. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is what's working for me. This is what I'm growing with at a rate that I'm comfortable in. And I was like, I don't want to switch that up. I don't want to change that. Um, but yeah, I mean, to, to each their own, man. I, there are people that want to just try to relate to people. Me personally, that wouldn't be the best course of action for me just from like a, a writing perspective because I feel like if there aren't things that I can't relate to, maybe my friends can. If not, I'm not going to try to search keywords on Google right. Analytics and right. say, what's the hottest thing on Amazon? Right. <laughs> and then write about that. Then you're thinking about it more of like a business thing and not an art thing. Correct. I think, you know it's way mean? too structured. And I mean, that's that kind of takes away the main essence of art. It's it's just the the free the freeness about it. If that's a yeah. word, I don't care if it's not. It is now. So you <laughs> know, like the, the freedom. Yeah, that's what the, that's what I'm trying to say. So the freedom, <laughs> you know, to be able to express yourself in any way, you know, and like there's no boundaries, no limits to whatever it is, you know. Um, and that's what makes it amazing. That's that's the beautiful thing of art. It's to spark reaction, right? right. You know, whether it be from photography to um, the you know a poem. Yeah. You want you want people to discuss, you know, you want discussion, you want to create dialogue, you want to create, you know, interactions, whether, right. you know, draw attention to a specific topic too, right. you know, so that's, that's amazing. And, you know, to your followers, to people who know, keep up with you on Instagram, you know, your aesthetic, it's amazing, man. It, it you, works. Bro. It fits, it fits the type of, you know, your writing style, the stuff Thank that you, you put out there. It's, it's amazing. Thank Could you, you like, you know, briefly just like talk about how you kind of came to that uh we'll put that formula together yeah, as far yeah, as definitely. putting like, your posts yeah definitely um it's definitely gonna cost the the, the listeners uh a monthly subscription to go over the exact the exact you know typography that we use because uh i can make a business out of don't tell don't tell them everything right? don't okay, tell them I everything let's keep it as general as yeah. possible yeah. okay yeah. Yeah, okay. Swizzy helped me out now. <laughs> call it, call Big uh, Bro. <laughs> yeah. Um, so so A, I've been writing poetry for on Mondays because I felt like for me personally, Mondays, you know, Monday blues, start of the work week. I really didn't have anything to look forward to. Right. And I was like, you know what, let me just try to make this an enjoyable day right. and try to put out some type of poetry that I like and then that started working for people to a point where if I miss a Monday or two People will message me like, hey, is everything okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, this is crazy. You know what I mean? And so that like that that attachment initially that I started to feel with, with my supporters was like, man, like this is so awesome. Like people are like checking up on me on Mondays. You know what I mean? Like they're waiting for me. Like right. you know what I mean? So it's never for me, it's never been about quantity. It's always been about quality. Quality post. over everything. I'll go I'll go two I've gone two, three, four months without posting a single poem. Not because I, I wasn't able to, but because I didn't feel like it was the right time or it felt like it was forced or I just felt like I'd rather wait on something. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I, I have two different forms of poetry that I have, two different fonts. Uh, usually the ones that are longer are in one font. The other ones are my typical written Monday ones, which are like four to six lines, to be honest. Um, and, you know, the content ranges anywhere between love, heartbreak, everything in between that. It could go domestic violence. I've written about my, my mother, my sisters. I've written about almost anything i think of to be honest um and so like now i know what works what doesn't but i don't care you know what i mean to be honest i i just feel like if that isn't cool but that's what i feel like this what fits you 
Yeah, it fits me, yeah. right? Um, and so what I try to do is I, I'm trying to, to be honest, show myself a little more on Instagram. Okay. Like my, my sisters are always like, yo, like, show yourself. Like nobody knows who you are. Yeah, like it's and just I, this mystery man behind Yeah, a, I mean, I have a few a old notepad, selfies. Right. Kind of like a catfish. To be, oh, to like a, <laughs> I have like one selfie from like 2011. Yeah. If you scroll all the way down. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this guy. Oh, yeah, it's like, this it's like a guy. Half selfie. Yeah, it's like right. a half selfie too. Right. And they're like, is he like a catfish? Like what's going on? Right. Um, but I kind of like that. You know what I mean? The mystery. I, I, I like it. Yeah. And I don't want like, I just... I want my page to be bigger than me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I want my page to be bigger than me and I want my art to be bigger than me. And I don't want you to come on my page and see a bunch of pages of myself because, and then say, Oh, by the way, I do poetry. No, I want you to just look at a page that has a ton of work and then spot me out in the midst of my work. Right. Right. So that's what I try to focus on. That's amazing, man. That's amazing. Like that's, that's, that's a very, very good point right there, you know, to create, this this space you know um that ultimately ends up becoming you know this platform you know a, you know a uh like you said just bigger than you way bigger yeah. than you you know um men they live women they live men they die women yeah. they die but yeah. you know what sticks around you know what always stands the time you know the test of time is you know art and yeah, literature and, and stuff like that and you know yeah, it's beautiful you know to create this this thing called uh your page <laughs> it's crazy. yeah my, my little instagram page yeah yeah this is not not so little anymore when did you yeah. when did you like notice a little spike or like you know you started seeing like okay i think i'm getting a little bit of attention for this uh uh probably when kehlani showed me a little bit of love kehlani yeah a couple years ago okay um and so like i woke up one morning and she just followed me she and followed she, you. Yeah, and, and this was this is before uh, she was going through things, and then right. she unfollowed me. She unfollowed everybody. Okay. Uh, but this was a couple years ago. She followed me and liked a bunch of my pictures, and I was like, whoa. Because I didn't know it's one thing it to get from. a follow, but to get some likes too. Yeah, and so people, like, I got started it's getting not accident, followed man. by a bunch of, like, Kelani fan pages. Right. right. And I was like, man, this is crazy. Okay. Like Kelani dot fan page number nine nine four two. And I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what is going on here? Um, so that kind of helped a lot. That was a while ago. And then after that, I was like, man, like this is pretty dope. Like you know what I mean? Like people are seeing this stuff. Okay. So I just kept going from there. Um, and then obviously the second wave would be now that the book is out. Right. Um, or we'll get into later on when the book came out that helped a lot too but just prior to that it was just like here and there doing campaigns with people working with people and just really being myself i've never really gotten too consumed with the numbers man or the analytics behind it i just felt like that would drain me man yeah i feel like that would exhaust me right. bro. like and it takes your focus away too yeah, from what like it really should be about we've we've like we've met people like you know we we have the opportunity to go to la a lot for business and when we go there it's like we meet people all the time and they wear their Instagram or their Twitter, like, like, it's like, on a their badge sleeve, of, yeah. yeah, like a badge of honor yeah. or like, like they're like a frontline, like headline on the resume. You know what I mean? And it's just like, well, I'll say something like really, that's very unpopular, like, uh, like a unpopular opinion. Hey. Popularity doesn't equate to talent. No, it does not. I, I'm sorry. No, it does not. There's a it's lot of, huge, yeah, huge yeah, facts, colossal yeah, facts right yeah, there, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm sorry. There's a lot of popular. I don't care how cool you yeah. are, man. And and and, I, and to be honest, I don't care what you think talent is. Like I, again, t- 
talent, the definition of talent, again, it's subjective. I agree, is subjective as well. Right. But man, man, there's a lot of talented people. You'll look at this stuff and be like, what is going on? Yeah. I don't care if it's poetry, photography, I don't care what it is. So are you looking for like substance? Is that? Yeah. yeah. I'm, I want you to come to my page and stay there for a few minutes. That's all I want. You just get stuck. Yeah. Lost in your art. Yeah. And I don't care if you, I don't care if you don't like, don't follow. Like I've had people tell me, like, I've never followed you, but I screenshotted a bunch of my stuff and sent it out to people that don't even have Instagram. Hey. Like, you know what I mean? I want you to just look at one poem and be like, hmm. Kind of stems back to, you know, that. This kid's not that bad. Right. Let me check a few more. Right. That's all I want. You know what I yeah. mean? And, uh, and I think that's what I'm getting at now. So that's the goal, man. Yeah. It stems right back to, you know, you know, making people feel, you yeah. know, um, and what that, what that entails or what that leads to yeah. could be, you know, a wide range of things, you know, yeah. whether it be, like you said, screenshotting and sending to other people or. Yeah. It's you crazy, know, man. Shout it's just like, yeah, like literature, bro. Like the type of impact it has, it's crazy, man. Right. I swear to God, like the type of messages I get from people, like not even in America. Like I've gotten, I've got messages from India, from Australia. That's what I wanted to ask, yeah, man. What's like yeah. the craziest India? It's crazy. reaction, like a place that you would have never uh, guessed that you probably would have thought somebody was reading your stuff. Oh, like I've gotten a few you said from India. India I've gone to Australia, but Australia isn't really that like. Hey man. Out of, yeah, it's out of this world. India, Australia. Um, I've gotten like the Gulf area. Okay. Like, like when I've traveled to the Gulf, some people have said, "I'm in the Gulf. Can you can we do like a meet and greet?" I was like, "Right, right, right." right. <laughs> I'm not there for a meet and greet. Like, <laughs> no. I, like I'm not even like my Especially personal for man, leisure. Like, yeah, yeah, like I don't think I'm at a level yet to be honest where I could be doing. You know what I mean? Meet and greets and yeah. stuff yeah. like that. You know, so I was taken aback. I was like, "Wow." That's crazy. Do you think do do poets do meet and greets and stuff? They like do. That? Yeah, I, I I think I, mean, I think they do like book signings. Okay, like, you know what I mean, like book readings. Yeah, that's I, I would feel do like that. that's more your level though. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. I don't want to, like I don't know. I just feel like it's weird to just do a meet. Like I want you to do like let's talk about my content right. if you like it. Like how did it impact you? Let's talk about my book. Right. I'd love to meet you on that. Term, yeah. You know what I mean. Totally. Totally. So um yeah, just the golf um and and India is really the definitely one that caught me off guard okay okay sweet 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 so let's talk about this you know monumental project of yours called wet grass vanilla a baby your baby man yeah. this, this project you, you've been working on for how long have you been working on it for two years man two years two years go ahead just briefly describe what wet grass vanilla is it's crazy because i have uh the i have the title wet grass vanilla in my notes okay from july from june sorry june of 2017 oh so i came up with the title like last summer and what is it now we're in 2019 basically man basically yeah man. that's crazy that's right? insane yeah so wet grass vanilla is my debut poetry collection um and it delves into the realm of love heartbreak and literally everything in between uh there's five chapters uh, the chase, the cuff, the cracks, the chaos, the calm. Um, and so what I'm trying to walk readers through is this journey that somehow the same type of love that you think is the infatuation can somehow turn into a bitter, a bitter, bitter, bitter type of love. Um, so I've realized that works best for my type of readers. Man, it's like a, it's a roller coaster, man. You like uh, you'll read it and it, like the highs and lows it's just like it's quick turns like it's hard hitting i i love the fact that i was able to wait this long to come up right. with this it's a, it's a quick read right 
you literally can finish it in like an no more no more than an hour yeah like uh, and it took me two years two years yeah culmination of all your hard work sweat and tears and my brother did this my brother swizzy thank you swizzy for the hard basically did everything when you look at the art the cover he did uh the title font, the art direction, yeah. uh, the aesthetics of like saying, yo, make it black on my pages, uh, you know, put the poems over here, over there, all of that. Thank you, Swizzy, for working with me, man. Shout out, Swizzy. You know, a talented creative in the DMV. Um, really left his footprints over this project, you know, showed, you know, his versatility, not only as, you know, a photographer, but just overall a a very uh, exceptional creative. Definitely, you know? definitely. Um, I, like one thing I wanted to, you know, just, briefly talk about was how you were able to take uh sort of bring your aesthetic you know what made you you on ig and bring it over to the physical form in, in this book you know as far as the the font you know and all that good stuff man that's a really good question man because the scariest thing is 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 not having your work translate into sales when you come out with a book right um and you know I was coming up with this book and I was like, man, like this is really the test of how people like my work. You know, yeah, they like it to double double click. Yeah, they like it to send it. Did they like it to buy it? Did they like it to buy it? That's the real question. That's the one that makes the most sense. I think we I think we are. We're currently the number one bestseller in African poetry. Congratulations, man. man. Huge congrats. It's a really big deal for us. That's man. no it's, joke. Africa yeah. is a continent to be number yeah, one. Yeah, it's huge, man. And the crazy thing is that, um, alhamdulillah, we're able to do it without publishing deal. Like we, wow. we, we self-publish can this you, book. Can you like briefly explain to those who don't understand, you know, the bookmaking process and stuff like that? Like, what does that mean to not have a publishing deal? Oh, uh, it's huge, man. So it is huge, man. It's literally like when artists are unsigned right. right so like and an indie so, artist or something like that literally okay. like an indie writer that's what it is Ooh. you you basically have a complete control of your writing and b the way you want it to be produced okay. whether it's hardcover softcover no limitations and restrictions um so when you sign up to you know work with a publisher you got to go through like a literary agent mm. uh they'll say oh like we like your work and we got to basically you know get you into like a big publishing deal they do that if the publishing deal likes you. They sign you for like a one book, two book term, and then they get your work out and they distribute it crazy into like Amazon, Barnes and Noble. So you should not have a difficult time getting sales off the bat if you have a big publishing deal. If you're self-published, right. then you're literally going off the merit of the type of audience you've built over the years. And as corny as it sounds, but. I don't care. I have to say it. You're basically creating no limits, you know, yeah. you're creating <laughs> under the uh, understanding, you know, exactly. Of, uh, it's crazy, man. I, it's crazy. Like, I feel like no limit is so branded into the type of work that I do. And I know that everyone else that you bring on yeah. will also have the same type of feeling. I like, hope so, man. man. Like, it's crazy. So I hope so. It's an amazing name, by the way. I, I, thank you so much, man. It, it I feel like that is what sort of captured the essence or the idea for this platform to, for this podcast is just you know in the best way that it could you know so calling it no limit radio even though it's a podcast i don't care <laughs> so I love yeah it. man I love it. that's awesome congratulations you know for these accomplishments and i gotta ask man what's next what you know that after putting out such a a great project like this how do you top yourself you know 
Um, so what we're trying to do now is take like a three month analysis of how the book does. Um, and if that does well, we could probably try to pitch to other publishers okay. and say, listen, this is what we've been able to do by ourselves in three months. Can you imagine what we'd be able to be, what we could do if you partnered with us, right? If you partnered with right. us, like all we need is the flame or we have the flame. All we need is a little gasoline. Yep. You know what I mean? All it um, takes is one spark. Just like the Wiz, just like Wiz Khalifa said, that's man. it. That's it, man. Yeah. And I see you rocking the black and yellow you know. too. <laughs> and so that would be a B. Um, we have a lot of just projects that we want to do in terms of collaborative art. My brother and I, uh, he's doing his own thing as well. Right. But one uh, collaborative art piece we wanted to do is an exhibit uh, that I want to collaborate with my brother Swizzy. Uh, him being a visual creative, me being writing. Uh, we're going to do an art show hopefully by the end or middle of next year. Um, so that'll be number two. And, you know, if the market calls for it, man, I'd love to work on another book. Ooh. I would love to. A part two, maybe a wet grass vanilla. Maybe this one would be like a dry, yeah, dry glass chocolate. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> somebody came over that line really? too. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Somebody had the book line. Am I corny? Okay. And I guess I I'm like, too basic. Man, you know, I was like, man, they said that. They said the dry grass vanilla chocolate or something. I was like, man, yeah. stop it. It would be the opposite of grass though. I don't know, man. That's crazy. I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, that that one's pending. Uh, you know, I'm gonna go ahead and chat it out with my lawyer. I'll get back to you on that one, okay? So, you know, maybe pitch that one to you for your next book. We'll pending. get there. We'll get back. We'll, we'll get back to you. On yeah, that we'll one, chat. Man. We'll chat off air. We'll chat <laughs> off air, man. But I mean, it was a pleasure. I want to ask to see if maybe you would uh maybe possibly give us a little brief excerpt. But I don't know if that would do. The listeners justice it's totally up to you yeah i can do i can do like a quick one yeah just one briefly just read one of these pieces in such a, such a great project like this yeah okay so this this one is called retail and again these are very short poems okay Show me the darkest rooms you've allowed love to take you, and I'll show you all of the bodies that were undeserving of your presence, because the skeletons in your closet look like mannequins on display, all of them wearing the parts of you they couldn't afford. So when will you ever stop selling yourself short? Retail. Deep. Thank you so much. Snaps, snaps, snaps all across the world. You know, I hope everybody um you know checks this book out this project you know a lot of work and energy went into this and you know to see it come out like this you know the end product it's it's like marvelous phenomenal job execution a1 thank you man i appreciate you man Um, and and, and i'm so glad that i was able to help start this thing off man i cannot wait to see what what no limit does man It's, it's it's a really dope thing you have going on i'm excited and so Thank you, man. I appreciate you. I'm humbled that you you wanted me up to here with with Swizzy just to start this off. So <clears throat> we're so glad that we can able to to help get this thing going. Yeah, I appreciate you guys. I know you guys are busy, and uh, I know you're busy, very busy guy. You know, a lot of things coming for you. Probably tours. You know, inquiries of you know possible events and stuff like that. So I mean, I really appreciate taking the time. Um, thank you. So uh, just you know, before we get to, get off here, you want to give I guess the audience maybe like uh 
a means to get in contact to keep up yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Drop your social, maybe yeah. something like that. Yeah, definitely. So the book is called Wet Grass Vanilla. If you Google that, you can find it on Amazon, eBay, Goodreads. Right. Um, and my social, the best way to contact me is on Instagram uh, at Alaku, uh, A-L-A-K-K-U-U. Okay. So I'll let you, man. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Well, thank you once again. Definitely. Um, we'll go ahead and let you go here, man. It's uh, This episode actually surprisingly is ending close to on time or the idea of when I wanted to end it. So Let's go. I hope we didn't lose any audience, man. I feel like we chat, you know, chatted up. Hey, man, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good car ride, man. Yeah. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, (laughs) Hope we didn't, you know, lose anybody, put anybody to sleep, but I don't care. This is some good stuff. I appreciate it. And, you know, first of many, I don't want this to be the only time you come around. I want this to be first of a bunch of times, you know, in the future as this, as this podcast, you know, starts from here and it becomes something or becomes what I envision it to be, you know, it'd be fun to see you again. Definitely. So, um, yeah, once again, thank you. Um, and, uh, Thank you all as the audience for tuning in to another episode of No Limit Radio, the world's best podcast hosted by yours truly, King Whistle. Uh, find us on IG, Twitter, uh, email us, you know, Facebook. We'll be getting that set up too, you know, for all the Facebook users. Uh, so No Limit Radio DMV, check us out. Uh, holla at us. Deuces. Deuces.